1: This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins.
0: Let's work out maybe some futures in college basketball. How about that? Bring in Patrick Stevens. He writes about college basketball for the Washington Post and Blue Ribbon. And he is on Twitter at Discourse, but the I is a one. So Discourse spelled with a one. Patrick, good morning to you. I, I hate myself for asking this <laughs> question. A lot of self-loathing here, but we got to get it out of the way is North Carolina going to make the big dance?
2: Uh, it's still in their hands. That's the best part for them. Uh, you know, I, I could certainly see a scenario where they do get in. I think they're right at the right at the razor's edge at this point. Uh, and, and I would say that uh, it would be extremely helpful to beat Duke on Saturday. I, I think that the whatever game it is, whether it's the 6-11 or 14 or 7-10 game uh, in Greensboro next week that they're in, that, that's pretty much a game that North Carolina has to win Uh, And I think another second game in Greensboro would certainly help, too. I I think one way or the other, there's at least two more victories that North Carolina needs to get to be able to get over the top. Maybe three, depending on what happens elsewhere. But uh, they're very much in the mix. Uh, But, of course, if you're North Carolina and you started the season ranked first in the country and you're coming off a national title game appearance, being in the mix was sort of the the base-level expectation. And maybe even not even – base level expectation. And, and here they are with, a, with still some work to do as, as March begins, which in a lot of ways is a lot like what they were in last year uh, when they were going into the final week of the regular season in a bit of trouble and the Duke victory solved a lot then too.
1: Right. So I think for me going into March madness, you look at teams who are trending in the right direction and playing their best basketball this time of year. Cause I do think momentum matters. Are there any other teams like that, that you think are kind of, on the uptick that maybe well, surprise people come this march
2: i don't think anybody's i'll mention duke as a team that's playing better right now now that they have all their pieces together uh you know it's it's amazing that that when you looked at the start of the season and you thought well who are going to be the key guys for duke and it was jeremy roach and Derek lively and Derek whitehead and it wasn't until the middle of february where all three of those guys played 25 minutes in the same game together so uh, you know, they've won five in a row, and if they can go to Chapel Hill and win, you know, that that that's a team that, that is definitely trending up at that point. Uh, you know, I, I think a couple other teams you could look at. Uh, Marquette is a team that's only w- lost once since the middle of January. They've won 10 of their last 11. Uh, the Golden Eagles have clinched the Big East regular season title uh, and certainly a team to keep an eye on. And then even though they, they've, uh, you know, they've picked up a, a few losses along the way, uh, you know, I, I certainly last night being one of them. Uh, but Kentucky for the last couple of weeks had been playing pretty darn well, uh, had ripped off four in a row before that loss at Vanderbilt. So, you know, they certainly look better now uh, than they had at pretty much any point all season.
0: Patrick, I wanted to ask about Marquette and the job that Shaka Smart has done. And we see this sometimes in college basketball. And I went to Texas, so it's especially fascinating to me. He's, he's been brilliant with the golden Eagles. But what is it about Marquette that has allowed him to have the sort of success that we thought he was going to have in Austin where it didn't quite work out?
2: That's a really good question. And I I think some of it is simply a matter of getting the right guys. And, and, you know, I think, Mm -hmm. I think there's at certain jobs, and and I I would tend to think that Texas might be one of those. Uh, Certainly when you think of more marquee jobs, uh, this kind of goes into that, that your your recruiting pool is a little more like it's almost based on, well, who's supposed to be good. You, you don't have as much right. of a, you, don't, you, you know, it, it, it's much more targeted towards what everybody is sort of a consensus elite guy is. There's only so much room for those guys that you're going to develop, and, and that's the plan, right? Like at Marquette, you know, a lot of the guys that are that they have that they're really leaning on are guys that, that either came from programs that you wouldn't necessarily think of as uh, the biggest spotlight. Tyler Kolick, uh, arguably the, the biggest player of the year, began his career at George Mason and was the A-10 rookie of the year during the uh, during the pandemic season. Omax Prosper, he began his career at Clemson, and, and certainly I think Clemson would be a little better off right now if, if they still had him. And so, you know, there are a handful of those transfers like that. But I also think that, you know, coming in with kind of a fresh slate, uh, I, I think that he had the opportunity just to kind of, you know, start from scratch in a lot of ways. I mean, I, I remember still remember watching the, the last game that Marquette played under Steve Wojciechowski. It was, it was that Big East tournament game against Georgetown that started Georgetown's run that year. And Marquette looked like it would have rather been on Mars than playing in Madison Square Garden that day. Uh, And so I think just being able to come in and and really sort of have a refresh and a reset uh, probably helped both the program and and Shaka Smart out here over the last couple years. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals.
1: Patrick, and March Madness, people love to talk about Cinderella's, but if you look at the list of past champions, the team that's won it all, it's been a bunch of Blue Bloods. Kansas, Baylor, Virginia, Villanova, North Carolina, Villanova, Duke. So do you think, again, this year, your money should be on a Blue Blood team to win it all?
2: Well, uh, I, I I, don't know what, what, what I... I'm not going to give anybody financial advice by any stretch of the imagination, but... <laughs> I do think uh, – Well, you I get think, what I'm saying. I get what you're saying. I, I'm just being very, very clear. That I'm not, not going to huh. be playing with other people's money. But, you know, I think, I think the one team that I probably trust more than anybody, and I'm not sure I trust anybody that much relative to a normal year, but the team I probably trust the most is Houston. Um, and, and whether you want to consider them a blue blood or not, I mean, they've been to a Final Four in Elite Eight the last couple of years, and there's obviously a great heritage in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Uh, but that's a team that plays awesome defense, and they play awesome defense all the time. And even you know when you look at the games that they've lost, they lost a 56-55 game to Temple, uh, and they gave up about a point of possession to, to Alabama in, in mid December. Uh, that's pretty good. So like I think that's the most trustworthy team in the field at this point. And it's not just you know you can sit there and say well they're not playing in as good a league. I mean whoever they're playing, they just smother them. So that's a team that I like. But if we're going we're to sit here and say, you know, who would be other teams that you trust, uh, I would say UCLA's really good, and I would say Kansas is really good. And, and those would be the three teams that, to me, stand out about as much as anybody. Obviously, Alabama at its best is probably better than everybody else. But how realistic is it that Alabama is going to shoot, for example, the way that they shot in that route of Vanderbilt a few weeks back when they when they beat him hundred and one to forty four. Are they going to do that for five or six consecutive games? I don't know. So, you know, I think I think I trust the, the defense with UCLA, the defense with Houston, uh, and then just the all around play for a Kansas team that, that has slugged its way through the Big Twelve this season as probably the most trustworthy teams in the field.
0: Patrick, who is a team that maybe is is tantalizing? They can be breathtaking with the way that they play one night, and then maybe a couple nights later, like the wheels fall off. There's there's a huge variance there, and and they have maybe the talent to win it all, but they're a little inconsistent, or maybe too inconsistent for your taste.
2: It sounds like you're describing Arkansas to me. Um, basically, yeah. you look at their pro, you look at their profile, and they and they obviously have no lack of talent. Uh, But they go through these stretches, you know, they lost four in a row in early January, obviously, you know, being without Nick Smith was some of that. Uh, But now, you know, they've lost four out of their last six. Now they, they they got boat raced by Tennessee the other night Uh, in the, in that stretch, you know, they obviously were playing, they played a desperate Mississippi state team and and at their best, you know, what they've done in, in that stretch, you know, they beat Florida and Georgia and before that they went to Kentucky and won by 15, you know, there's a lot of appeal there. But at the same time, there is not anything about them that you look at and say, gosh, you know, this is a team that's capable of winning four in a row and making a final four. You know, at the end of the day, they haven't won four in a row since before Christmas. And that, that's one of those things that you, know, you, st- you tend to think about at this time of year. It's like, is this team capable of winning three in a row, four in a row, six in a row, whatever, the, you know, whatever it is that you're trying to aim for there. And, you know, I, I think that's a simple question that's worth asking. Uh, just because if you haven't done it in a couple months, what are the chances that you're going to be able to get through a, a high-end tournament where there's not really very many places to hide after the first day of, day of it uh, and be able to make a run? So I say that and watch Arkansas go make another run to the Elite Eight again um, because that's kind of what they've done the last few years.
1: Yeah, they certainly have the resume. Uh, only a couple minutes left, but what is the recipe for a national champion like are there any factors that we see every single year whether it's guard play whether it's experience whether it's coaching what what's the common denominator
2: i i think it's different from year to year uh you, we can go through and one of it's one of the great things about college basketball is that there's 363 teams and there's a whole lot of different ways to play to win i mean you, you certainly wouldn't look at that 2019 virginia team and and then compare them to for example to you know, 2017 Carolina or, or 2015 Duke or, or 2013 uh, Louisville, and say, all oh, they all they're they're all the same. I mean, obviously there's probably some pretty good coaching. There's obviously a bit of talent that's going to go into that, uh, but you can do it in a lot of different ways. Uh, I will say that one thing that is in common for just about everybody is there's at least a little bit of bracket luck. You either catch a te- you either catch a team that's a great matchup for you, or somebody knocks somebody out for you, and you're able to make a run. Uh, and I, I think that's the thing that you can't anticipate necessarily, the matchups and whether whether the, the field or the bracket opens up for you a little bit. And maybe you don't have to play six awesome games. Maybe you just have to play three and you can get by with a B-level effort in the rest of them. So that, that's the, the thing that you can't anticipate as you head into the tournament, whether you're going to get that bracket luck.
0: He writes about college basketball for the Washington Post and Blue Ribbon. Follow him on Twitter at Discourse and replace that I with a one. It is Patrick Stevens. Patrick, we appreciate the knowledge. Thank you very much. Thanks so much.
1: For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the Beck QL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.